Chapter 10 of the Summer Holidays, a story for children. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Brenica, World Audiobooks Podcast. The Summer Holidays, a story for children by Emerald, Chapter 10. About corn and the uses of animals. When Samuel had been at his ankles about two weeks, Mr. Harvey told him one morning that he might go with his cousins to a field where early corn was growing and wholesome to cook, if it was ripe. They had a merry time among the high corn. As they came back to the house, carrying their basket of ears, Samuel asked his cousins why corn was sometimes called Indian corn. It is because it formed the chief food of the Indians. Before white men came to this country, replied Thomas. Father says its proper name is maize. It was first found in this country, and yes, said Samuel. They were sweeter than wheat bread, but I would not like to eat them every day. No, I either, said Chun, but I like Indian meal with sugar, eggs, and milk in it, and then baked brown in the oven. Don't you, Samuel? I never tasted it that way. But I think corn is best boiled on the ear and eaten with meat and vegetables. Mr. Harvey's library, as I have already told you, was very large. He spent much time in the room where it was, either reading or writing. In the afternoon, after the boys had gathered the corn, he called them into this room and showed them some beautiful pictures of animals and countries. While looking at them, Samuel asked him if he thought every animal had been made for some useful purpose. Yes, my boy, answered his uncle. We have reason to believe that even things which appear to be entirely useless, such as gravel stones or wheels, have been made by God for some good end. The more we learn about animals and plants, the more plainly this appears. I will show you the picture of a very curious animal called a sloth. It looks a little like a bear. Now listen, boys, to a few words about this animal. It lives in thick, gloomy forests so that it can scarcely ever be taken. When placed on the ground, it cannot walk, but drags itself forward with its forelegs, crying all the time as if in great pain. Its claws are long and turn up under its feet. In the woods, it lives all the time on the trees, hanging from a branch, with its back toward the ground. Tell me what you think of such an animal. I think it must be miserable all day long, replied Samuel. So everyone thought about 50 years ago, said Mr. Harvey. But men who have gone to the countries where sluts are and seen them in the high trees tell a very different story. They say that the slut's home is in the branches as much as a fish is in the water, and he is there a strong and happy animal, although he looks so weak and miserable on the ground. He lives on fruit and moves from one branch and one tree to another with considerable swiftness. So you see that the sloth enjoys himself as well as any of us, and I have no doubt that he was created for some good purpose, although we may not be able to understand precisely what it is. But do not some animals eat each other? asked Thomas. Yes, replied Mr. Harvey, but this is of great use to man. What would the farmer do with all the insects that destroy his grain, if many of them were not eaten by little birds? And how much of his fruit would these very birds destroy? 
if they too were not eaten by hawks. If animals did not destroy each other, they would soon become so numerous as to crowd men from the earth. End of chapter 10, recording by Maria Abrenica, World Audiobooks Podcast.